welcome. This is the Club NFT podcast where we focus talking to project founders in the Solana NFT space. You're going to want to hear about the helpful insights, innovations, all that's happening now and get clarity how NFTs as a tech and shifting to Web3 is the number one opportunity of our generation, especially if you're an entrepreneur, a fellow founder, an investor, you're going to want to listen in. I'm your host, Trevor Johnson, founder of Club NFT, a community where we help NFT investors profit. Let's get into this episode as we roll this clip. Let's go. Uh, I get to watch the ocean while while I get to uh, talk with you and and enjoy yeah. the outside. Don't make me jealous, bro. Well, if I had my camera on, I would definitely make you jealous. But you know, we <laughs> we kind of we won't go there. You know, so some of the people on the episodes they've seen where I am recording. Go find out. Oh, man, I'm I'm locked inside. You know, right. like uh, I've been grinding seven seven on seven twenty four or twenty four. So it's. Uh... It's been these four walls I've been seeing for the past few weeks. <laughs> Dude, I haven't been outside in a while. Tell me, yeah. tell me about it. You know, I'm living in this beautiful place, and I didn't even go touch the beach uh, all last week. It took me until the very like till the weekend to eventually like actually go down and touch sand. Normally, I'm down there every mm-hmm. day, but uh, last week we were just working on so many big things that it just that was where my time was. That was my priority. So. You know, from a founder to a founder, exactly. I, I appreciate the hustle. And I know you guys have been working on a lot um, moving forward. So um, anyways, exactly. let's get right into the episode here, guys. Welcome to the Club NFT podcast. This is Trev behind the mic. And we got a very special guest on today from the Shredit Apes. And, you know, guys, they've been absolutely booming over the last couple of weeks with some, you know, very exclusive rollouts that we'll get into. Uh, very interesting business concept, very interesting project. And we got their founder, Pengucci, on on the other line here. And I'm really excited to get into his story and hear a little bit more what's going on. So Pengucci, my friend, how are you living? How's your day? Tell me about it. And let's get right into this episode. Thank you, Trevor. I appreciate the love, my guy. Um, I mean, like, it's been a busy few weeks for us. Um, obviously, we had a, a rough few days with, with, the, with the drain that happened. But as you mentioned yourself, like, over the past two weeks, the community has grown tremendously. Uh, we even breached all-time highs uh, in terms of floor price, even after this, uh, this Black Swan event that kind of pushed us back a little. But we're still on course. Uh, we are still uh, going forward with a lot of new, new stuff that we're cooking up. Um, we've got some new utilities coming. Uh, we're bringing way back as, as the way it was before. Uh, and we got some cool collapse that we're cooking on right now. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been good. Like, uh, I can't complain apart from obviously the, the drain that happened. Uh, but apart from that, like we're, we're tough guys and, and, and we always manage to find our way out of the tough, tough situations, you know? Well, I think that's really important for any project, but also for any, you know, founding team. It's the ability to pivot and the ability to adapt no matter the situation, you know, through the highs and the lows. Cause exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it hasn't been the first time in my life where, where something uh, bad happened. And like, uh, even prior when I went into the uh, NFT business, um, I also had some major setbacks in my life, but I always kind of pivoted out of it and i always managed to find my ways uh back to uh back to uh a better place you know 
Yeah, totally. So that's what all that's what we're all about as well uh, at Shredded Apes. Cool. Well, why don't we uh, start there, uh, Pengucci? Let let let's hear a little bit of you know where were you at before Shredded Apes came to life? Like, what were you doing in the past? And you know, some of those pivots that you once done previously in business. I w- I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, the mic is kind. I think it's 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 I don't know if it's my connection or your connection, but uh, it's kind of rugging again. Yeah. Uh, but I think you were asking like what I was doing like prior to NFTs, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, so um, I've been uh, a so-called entrepreneur uh, for a few years now. Uh, so previously, I was mostly active in e-commerce. Uh, I had some uh, personal brands, and then started doing all sorts, all kinds of uh, e-commerce. Uh, businesses, uh, and that's also at the time where I moved to Dubai. Um, uh, and then, when the, by the, the time I got to Dubai, I ended up in the in the gold and diamond business for a while. I spent eight months in Congo, uh, which wasn't the best experience, uh, to be honest. Uh, it was a rough time, uh, and then after. After Congo, uh, that's where the, NF- the Shred Days basically came to be. Uh, that's where it all started, actually. While, while I was in Congo the last month while I was there, that's when the whole uh, thing started rolling, basically. So you were out in Congo exploring the diamond industry. Uh, but at the end of the um, day... Yeah, it was more the, the, the gold industry, to, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, diamonds was something we looked at, but it wasn't really a thing uh, that we eventually went with. It was more the gold uh, business that we looked into. Um, but uh, unfortunately, due to some like fraudulent business partners, I personally lost a lot of money there. Uh, those were some eight rough months for me personally. Uh, but like like I said, like uh, I've always managed to find my ways out of tough situations. And uh, it's, it's always been a driver for me. Um, so... Uh, yeah, while I was in Congo, basically, at the time I was in the east of Congo, like I spent most of my time in, in the center of Congo, in, 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 the, in the capital, in Kinshasa. But at the time I was in Lubumbashi, which is the other side in the east. And uh, that's where Shredded Apes came to be, literally. I love it. It's it's very interesting because, you know, I think, you know, as as listeners, you know, it's understanding, hey, you know, the entrepreneurial mm. journey, it's it's not the easiest and there's always going to be, you know, some businesses that fail or bad partnerships that, you know, just happen. It is the way it is. Um, but like you said, exactly. you, you tackled through it and now you conceptualize this new idea with shredded apes. And, you know, probably if you didn't go out to Congo and didn't make these experiences, you wouldn't have created this idea. And, and now this flourishing exactly. business that where we are today. So um, shredded apes, uh, how did that con- conceptualize? Tell me about it. Um, so yeah, um, at the time, uh, I was already kind of exploring, uh, the NFT space, but I was more on the ETH chain, uh, to be honest. Uh, and then, when, and I saw some like cool opportunities, uh, on Solana. I saw how they were much different from the ETH NFT space, how they had utility tokens. Um, I saw these cool projects with these cool utilities and I was like, Hey, uh, I don't see anything in the in the health and fitness niche. In the like, I, I'm like I like to work out myself. I work out a lot myself, 
Um, I'm, I'm a very sportsy guy. Um, and then we kind of explored and, and, and looked around what was there. And we just realized like, hey, there is nothing. Um, there is not a project out there that is doing anything around um, health and fitness, around mental health, physical health. Uh, you know, and that's where the ID kind of started growing to create like a project that's all focused around this. Um, and yeah, that's that's basically how it came to be. My partner as well, uh, my co-founder, he's a he's a very uh, like he sports seven days a week. Um, and yeah, it was like an easy go to for us to kind of start from there and start creating some concepts, some ideas, how we could uh, potentially merge this health and f- fitness niche with uh, web three basically yeah super fun you found a niche and tap into it but also you know bringing health and fitness you know that's actually a you're making a big difference right versus just a a cat Mm. on cat on molly that has no extra utility besides it's a cat on molly or whatever so Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's freaking cool so how, how long ago was this idea conceptualized um, so we, we recently had our one year anniversary, which was exactly a month ago, actually. Um, so I'd say about a year and three months ago, I think like we, we managed to, to, to pull out this, this project out of the ground from zero to mint in, in less than two months even. Um, and I mean, it, what those were like some tough days we worked 24, like we worked almost 20 hours a day. Um, and like we went at it with speed because Solana was also kind of dipping. So we, <clears throat> we knew we had to be fast with the mint, uh, as well. Uh, so we really pushed to get this all, uh, sorted ASAP basically, but I'd say like almost about one year and a half now. Very good. A little bit less. Yeah. And, and we'll get into some of the trials and tribulations as throughout, but, uh, I want to hear more of like, you know, your push to mint, um, so basically, you're, you formulated the idea, you got um, your co-founder involved, you formulate a bit of a team, and then you had like a yes. two-month push. Tell, tell us uh, some of the key po- components um, that made this two-month push a success and, and, uh, and into your mint. I mean, I think the personal struggle I had at the time as well, being in Congo, uh, was one of the major drivers behind us being able to do what we did at the time um, because obviously I want I wasn't having the best time there uh, a lot of shit happens and uh, I was just really hyped to get uh, something else going you know like so all my energy basically went into it which which made it a breeze to work on it even 20 hours a day um, like it, it, it was really like it was also a tight group like at the time I <laughs> My now ex-girlfriend was involved as well, mm-hmm. um, a friend of hers. Uh, so my co-founder, who is a personal friend of mine uh, as well. So we were like all, already a close group and it was really easy for us to kind of manage our way forward. Um, so like it all started with an idea. Like first we had this concept. So we want to do something in the health and fitness niche. Then we had to create this character around it. And then we also needed like uh, uh, some IDs that would uh, enable us to kind of merge this, this the, the web tree uh, sector with health and fitness, right? Um, so like we were doing all at once, basically. It was creating the art, uh, conceptualizing the whole project, uh, 
like the way token, the web shop, how, uh, yeah, all, all these kinds of things. We, we managed to do it somehow in, I'd say it was, it wasn't even two months. It was a month and a half basically. And, 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 and like there were several factors, like obviously because how, how close we were, um, the, the flow in the team was really, really good. Uh, the hype was there. I was really trying to, to try something out new. Um, so yeah, the, that's how those two hey, months or a month and a half were spent. I'll definitely say it's very impressive, very, very much impressive uh, to operate at such a high level and high speed. Um, now on the marketing front, what did you? What was your guys' form of marketing? Who was your audience that uh, participated right at the beginning? I mean, it was at a time uh, when we were still, I'd say, in a bull market yeah. uh, in, ter- in terms for Solana NFTs, right? So at the time, getting um, new people in into the Discord uh, wasn't that difficult. We had some um, some some so-called influencers uh, that also made this happen for us as well. Aside from that, we just like threw the art out on Twitter. Um, we 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 did casual updates. We had some great events. Like we did, uh, a, like for whitelist, for example, we had this, uh, pushups for whitelist concepts. So basically people were doing pushups to get their whitelist. Very fun. Uh, people were posting videos all over Twitter, discord, uh, which also, uh, got a lot of attention at the time. Uh, and like I said, like, uh, it was during a bull market. Um, it was, uh, a different, uh, time back then. Uh, to launch a product uh, or a project, sorry. Um, well, that, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the biggest thing. If anyone out here is like going to launch a project or become a founder of a project, the big thing is the market conditions change so rapidly, so fast, just even from one month to another. The same strategies that worked a month ago don't necessarily work today. So it's always kind of keeping up and understanding, you know, a little bit of the market trend and where we're standing right now. Exactly. Um, exactly but yo let's let's talk about you know now shredded apes as a whole like you know when the first people were buying in what were they buying into what was the what was the product what was the vision let's let's i want to hear about that so yeah uh, i mean like the the fundamentals of the product of the project haven't changed like obviously there were some things on the roadmap initially that we didn't go with uh, yeah because as time went by uh, we 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 encountered like new opportunities that we wanted to explore, but already by mint we already knew like okay we were gonna create like we were gonna use parts of the mint funds we're gonna use this to create this token that's gonna be uh, like the, the 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 centerpiece of this project right uh, and then we would create a web shop um, which would be web tree enabled which was a thing that wasn't hadn't been done at the time right uh, we wanted to to have this holder discount. So right now, if you own a Shredded Apes, for example, uh, you get 40% off on all the uh, products and services that we offer, uh, which is quite a lot by now. Uh, and we're only adding on to that catalog, basically, um, until until now, and which we will keep doing as well. Uh, so those were kind of the, the main uh, focus points for us uh, back then, and, and we all executed on them and... Um, like, this, like, at the time, it wasn't as clear as it was, like, Today. creating the project. Yeah, creating the project was a whole different thing. And, and like, it, IDs changed over time, but we already had, like, a, a, a direction to go into 
um, when we minted. So the, the people were expecting uh, what we eventually created, and then we built it more on top. Yeah, super cool. So you guys ended up minting out, and was there like a certain amount of funds like that you can disclose that you guys uh, raised on your mint out? Um, during the mint, so like in like we fucked up the first time we did our mint. We had the mint in in three days basically. So what happened uh, was that, like I said, it was quite rushed uh, at the time, and then. Um, the first mint on the 9th, January 9th, uh, totally went bust, basically. So what happened was that only Phantom wallets were able to mint. No mobile wallets were able to mint because at the time mm-hmm. Phantom didn't even have a mobile wallet. Um, and like during mint, we lost a lot of momentum. Uh, we had a lot of people sidelined, kind of watching what would yeah. happen, how many were minted. Um, and then, like, it was also during a week where Solana Network with a lot, had a lot of network issues. So yeah. I was looking at the smart contract, and we saw, like, from the... There were over 40,000 transactions, and, like, almost 40,000 of them failed, basically. So there were people trying to mint, literally, but they couldn't. And then, like, if like after two hours, um, I mean, the, the hype kind of faded, and, and, like, it was also at the time when we got to realize what went wrong basically so that's when i decided to hold the mint uh and we would figure the issues and then that's when we relaunched uh, 72 hours later i literally didn't sleep um i could barely walk or talk like uh, by the end of it <clears throat> but eventually we managed to mint out uh we minted some ourselves, which we still hold till today and and we sometimes use for like our raffles yeah. or collaborations with our projects um at the time, so we minted at like 0.9 sol, uh, which was around half a million uh, in half a million USD. That, that you guys were able to raise. That's really, yep. hey, you know, guys, I don't know if you caught this, but it's the hustle amongst the founder, the, the founding team themselves to really do whatever it takes to make the goal a reality right and the and now that you've proven exactly. yourself that you're here still a year later working and and still showing up to build this you know vision even bigger and this business bigger because you could have just taken the mint funds and call her a day and be happy with half a million dollars and you know a lot of people would be pretty content with that but you see something bigger here which i'm excited to get into um but also mm-hmm. you know i really value that tenacity to continue to show up not sleep um, I've been through a mint myself and, you know, it's, it's those 72 hours, man, you can do whatever it takes. And there's a lot of, a lot of things it's to go through. Pilot. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so. exactly. And then, and then you're just excited. It's really hard to wind down to even go back to sleep once when you do mint. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when we minted out, bro, um, like obviously I was happy, but like, um, it was like coming back from a war basically. Like, <laughs> yeah. We weren't cheering or popping champagne bottles or anything, right? Like I, I finally got to sleep, you know. Yeah. Like, and then the next day we started working again. Uh, but like, obviously, I was happy, but like, I, I, I was so sleep deprived. My parents <laughs> were were concerned with my health. Like, yeah. Um, like my team, my teammates, basically my brother was also on the team back then, and then my co-founder. We were all inside my room working and during those 72 hours when the, when the initial mint went wrong like everyone was given certain tasks uh but i would let them take naps from time to time but like me being the the the, the main 
founder or the main guy behind the project like uh, some something kept me from sleeping right everything everything had to be sorted i couldn't yeah. sleep i would make sure they they had like a few hours of sleep uh, <laughs> i would bring them coffee to wake them back up like guys come on let's go it's it's go time again like yeah. And I, by the end of it, like most of like my brother, my co-founder, they were both like exhausted. I was oh, like yeah. brain dead already, but like those, it were crazy, crazy times. Uh, but we went through it and uh, we eventually did make it happen, which was a, uh, which was great. Yeah. And it's funny, funny because you're in the health and wellness side, but there was no health and wellness at that time because you, you, you had a mission to fulfill. And unfortunately, I gave it my own. there's no exactly. balance there. But. Exactly. But it's good because I'm sure you found some balance uh, now moving forward. So um, cool. So mm-hmm. so you guys, you know, raised some money. Um, I assume you at least paid yourself a little bit, which is great. And now, you know, moving mm-hmm. forward, you've, you know, now a year later, like, let's hear, I, I want to hear one of like the lowest points in the, in the storyline of like from here to there. And then some of your highest points as well. Like, I, I want to hear more of the story from, from now mint to like six months six months to one year um i think like um the 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 lowest points like obviously it's a it's a learning curve you know like managing uh an nft project i think in the beginning definitely a lot of faults were made um like the first thing that went wrong was our staking contract basically which was a, a total mess um like we didn't know really how or what we were doing like I, we are not devs ourselves so we didn't have the right employees at the time to, to, to take care of those things um but we always kind of managed to get out of, the, of those situations so like those were some bummers that we had on the road uh like the mint went wrong uh, sorry the mint went wrong which was also something that kind of uh let a lot of people fade our project and then a few weeks later, our staking went bust as well, which we then redid a few weeks later. Uh, so the, like, I think like in the first two or three months, we already had our portion of bad luck, basically. basically, And we, we learned a lot about how to execute, how to mm-hmm. plan, how to, uh, how to bring all these uh, kind of utilities, you know, uh, and, and not making the same stakes again. So I think those were kind of the, the, the hardest uh, learning lessons like the mint alone wasn't the the last time we had some sleepless nights uh, and I think the most of that was during the first uh, two to three months I'd say yeah uh, and then and then apart from that uh, I think we had a, a pretty nice uh, traject- trajectory uh, up until this point uh, still like uh, through our uh, web shop through the um, utilities that we provide not only the web shop but also the shred services uh, we still manage to, to to have revenue for the project uh, which is a great thing and then i would say like the, the the worst thing that happened basically was what happened two weeks ago or it's not even two weeks it's nine days ago uh which was when our uh, royalty wallet got breached and which contained like all in circulated way on top of that like a, a tiny portion of cash uh, but it was like the main thing being was the, the, the uncirculated way, uh, which was drained and then market dumped basically. And I have to say like, it was like 5am for me at the time. And we were having, we were having a blast because we had 
we we still have a lot of things coming a lot of those, those things we were working on so i was having a great time and i was about to go to sleep um, i was just discussing some stuff with my team about these new new utilities that we we're working on and uh, a few minutes later i was already in bed basically and then uh, one of my team members called he was like what the fuck happened to way and I went to take a look and I saw it dumped. Uh, I, I looked into the wallets and that's when I realized, wow. like, we've been drained, we've been breached, fuck. I immediately called my co-founder who was already asleep, uh, but he woke up. And uh, we, like, we knew, like, <laughs> okay, like, we evaluated the situation. Uh, we already came up with some solutions. We had, like, internal calls with the team as well. Uh, and we immediately started communicating with the community, like literally two hours after we learned what happened. Um, the people were already aware and like how nuts it may seem. I think less than 24 hours after that, we reached our all time high, basically. Wow. So you're very, very Which communicative is... about the about the drain and just being very transparent. And then. Yeah, uh, you have to. Like, it's favor. not something you want your community to pick up. And then, yeah. like, like from the moment we learned what happened, uh, we immediately jumped into and, and you said this, uh, you autopilot said, mode. And like, you, you said this was the the royalty wallet. So there, those there was just some like royalties kicked in there. But then you also mentioned like some way was also taken as well. All uncirculated way, basically. So which was so we have we had an initial total supply of one hundred million way. Yeah. Of which we had already burned over five million way. Um, I mean, like we put over one hundred k in the LP uh, when we started uh, with the way token, oh, wow. and then like it, it like already like the through the tokenomics basically. Yeah. Um, the LP already was very low on funds, so there wasn't much left to drain. But anyway. But like, does, uh, does that mean you guys have to like pivot your coin? Because if they took the circulating supply, does that mean you need to like, like bridge or merge or do something about that? Or, or yeah, so like we already yeah. had the we 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 call it the way rebirth because we already had the rebirth for the art, which is also something that we have coming. So right now we are working on the way rebirth, which will be a, mm. a new contract address basically, and we're still. Uh, like actually, after this call, I have another team call about this uh, because we're still That's looking cool. at two two options right now to kind of launch this token again with a new LP, restoring uh, the LP uh, to the point like like nothing happened basically like prior to the breach, yeah. um, and then airdrop everything uh, according to a snapshot uh, yeah. that we have made uh, at the time of the breach. So. Um, we have a few options for way and and like one is keeping the token the way as it was uh, like the same supply but we have another option in, that we are looking at right now as well like we're talking to a few people uh who are uh more familiar with uh these kind you know, of the token concepts yeah and not only tokenomics it's also a marketing play right cool. so we don't want to it's it's we're looking at it from a marketing perspective like not only like we can restore this right so that's one thing but we also want to see how we can make this messed up moment how we can turn it into something that even benefits the project even more right so we're looking at the the the, the marketing potential that we have here at hand 
uh, by uh, recreating this token, basically. Honestly, what's it's really cool. This was like a blessing in disguise. And I, and I feel like you've already like taken it as that. But like from what I'm hearing was like you already had some initial plans to sort of have a little bit of a pivot. This just like sort of sped up the process where it was like, OK, well, I guess it's done now. I mean, we got to we got to make the pivot now. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it a blessing in disguise. It's still too early to say, of course. Okay. But I mean, like, obviously, after the breach, uh, minutes after, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, um, I, I thought the floor would drop a lot more. But like I said, 24 hours later, we were at all-time high. Uh, we crunched all-time high. We went up to 12.5 floor. And our previous yeah. all-time high was like 10. But we were coming from around 7-ish. Um, and like, that's the moment. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, the whole team kind of... It sparked the fire in us as well to kind of push this even more, um, and and I mean we have been grinding tirelessly ever since uh, to 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 make this this fucked up situation into a into a great opportunity. Basically, I've also been personally accused of uh, <laughs> like this being an inside job. Yeah, of because course. you gotta people, you gotta have a bit of a accusation. Like, so. No, but like we went we 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 went again the tides which is something people won't expect. So they, they thought like, hey, these guys just had this crazy marketing idea of kind of doing this, this whole drain thing and then they crushed their all-time high, you know, uh, which is a crazy idea because we have our, um, we, had, we had already like some great momentum with like, uh, yeah, Proof of Gym is something, I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter. Um, like uh, we wouldn't risk anything uh, we like it's just a crazy idea that this would would have been an inside job from us, uh, mm. and and uh, yeah, it, it it just happened to like the way we managed the situation. Like it it could have been a lot worse, but like how we managed it, uh, how how quickly we came up with solutions is what made this into a victory. Like we turned L's into W's basically. And this wasn't like it could have been an L, but we didn't take the L. Like we were refusing the L, and we were determined to, to turn it into a W, basically. And that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think you guys done a good job, proved proved yourself as well. Um, you know, it's funny because we actually had a similar problem with Meta Tattoo Club, and we never actually mm-hmm. pub- we never publicly addressed this. So I'm probably going against the the word, but. Um, at the end of the day, it wasn't that big of a deal. We had our staking wallet breached and, you know, it was just mm-hmm. unfortunate. We lost a few thousand dollars in royalties and there was a big supply of ink actually on that wallet. And we're very fortunate that the the hacker never moved that, that bit of supply on, of the ink token because it would have screwed us okay. up big time. We caught the issue. Mm-hmm. We changed authority of the wallets. We moved that ink over like right away. And then, you, you know, we found the the core issue of the problem. And now we have the security in place where that will never, ever happen again. But it was just mm-hmm. unfortunate that that ended up happening. And we're like, holy shit, like, how does this happen? Like, how does someone just get authority of our of our wallets? Like, it's, so secure, right? But, you know, it's just one exactly. little thing. And, man, like, yeah. I, I feel it. But 
but yeah, you become paranoid, right? Like for us, it was the same. And then like, even, and this is something that we haven't uh, publicly said, but like two days ago, one of our other wallets got, got breached as well. And this was just a side wallet. It only held like 1.5 K in funds. Um, and we moved those funds. I intentionally, we moved those funds to that particular wallet because we thought it was unsafe in the other wallet after the other breach. Huh. Um, and, and then it got drained as well, uh, but just one wallet. And but this made us paranoid, and we think we still we are still not to the core of the situation. Like what happens, we had to have to, to, to go through it with with, with some professionals because, um, like the trail that they've been using wash trade wallets and 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 whatsoever. So it's a, it's a it's a weird trail. They, until this day, they still keep draining the 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 the, the old royalty wallet. Uh, so like we already updated the royalty wallet for the Igni- ignited yeah. Co- or the yeah the ignited collection, but we couldn't do so for the Genesis because the the NFTs are immutable. So like if people sell those immutable NFTs on Magic Eden and they pay the royalties, it will go straight to the the breached wallet basically, and they just keep huh. draining that wallet, right? And then we had the second breach like three days or two days ago, basically, um, from on a totally new wallet, which was wow. only shared between me and my co-founder. And like we had to do it all over again. So this was like and this time, like at this point, um, like I was of course, we were already a bit paranoid. But like at this point, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. No, no, so no wonder why it took was, so many weeks to get you on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's been it's been it's been a tough few weeks, but you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's been a. I'm, I finally made it though. Like, I'm I'm glad yeah. to be here as well. Uh, but yeah, um, so yeah, what we did was we used this dinosaur wallet from my co-founder's dad, basically that uh, had never been used for anything Web three or crypto related. Uh, we set up a VPN. We set up a new ledger. Um, just everything new and fresh, and 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 because at this point we we think that even the device I am calling you on with right now it might may it might be breached or there might be some malware on on there uh, that caused this second drain as well. Yeah, uh, because those two wallets were totally unrelated and they both got breached somehow. So we think that that it's either a keylogger or some malware. That's installed on either my device or my co-founder's device, uh, but we don't know. Um, but we can't like take the risk. So what we did was we moved all funds once again, changed all wallets once again. Like it was a hassle. Like I've been doing. Like it took 24 hours. Thinking, yeah, I think to move all funds and all NFTs, and it was a it was a hassle once like, once again. And this was the second time in in, in a week, basically. So yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Well, hey guys, I, I just want to give you big props and big kudos to just simply, you know, moving through it. And, you know, as well to the listeners, it's like, look, we try to have everything set in stone. We've set out the plan, you know, we feel like everything's going to be perfect, you know, and now I'm just reflecting back to your mint again, but it's like, yeah, it seems everything's going to be perfect, but out of nowhere, there's always some sort of problem that's going to try to face you. And, you know, it's being exactly. able to face adversity. That is a major and great skill to have, especially beyond the, on this team and being in this space. You need to be able to face adversity really, really well. Exactly. And, and yeah, you guys have done a great so job. Willpower. So. 
it takes a lot of willpower and confidence as well. Uh, like you have to switch, turn off your emotions at those times and, yeah. and, and like time stops and, 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 and like you have to cut out the noise basically and, and start thinking of ways of how we can solve this problem. That's like, it's, and it's tough. I wouldn't, I don't think it's, it's something like being a founder isn't something that's for everyone. You have to know like how to manage these kind of situations, how to face these kind, these kind of situations yeah. and how to come out of it um, properly as well. Uh, but I personally learned a lot over the past year. Um, I think it was one of the most, I, it was one of the most difficult years as well, but also one of the mo- uh, years, like one of the best years at the same time. So it's kind of yeah. conflicting uh, to say it, but like I, I learned a lot and I learned to manage my emotions. I learned to, uh, to uh, uh, combat these, these bad times. You know, I learned to cut out the noise um, and, 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 pull our way through you know like uh some yeah. val- valuable lessons are learned so i i can say the same you know this last year has been you know not the easiest year ever but it's also been the the most growth and the most learning um year of my entire life and i can definitely mm-hmm. even say you know something on a similar level where i want to transition the conversation to is you know about fitness and mental health and one of the biggest catalysts you know for myself was putting mm-hmm. a fitness discipline regime into my routine. You know, I did a thing exactly. called the 100 Days of Discipline where I just committed, you know, 100 days, curated workouts, no days off, and just committed to mm-hmm. that. And then I did that and I signed up for it again and I did it two, two 100 days in a row. And that alone Man. changed so many areas of my life. And then, it's, you know, when you fill the yeah. mental pillar, the physical pillar, you know, that, that bleeds exactly. over to the emotional pillar. And that also bleeds over to your financial pillar. And I don't know how that all works, but it's just, it's important feng shui in life. And um, I'd love to it's hear a little bit your insight your own... on that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's all about pushing your own boundaries, you know. I've been doing these cold ice baths on a daily basis myself for a few months now. I've been running my ass off jog- jogging, which is something I, I, I didn't do before. But then I started listening to these David Goggin Duggan's mm. podcast and he's a tough motherfucker I read his book can't hurt me and, and it's like the more I started implementing this mentality where like something bad happens or uh, you fa- you face controversy or you face a bad time um, you know you just push through and you push yourself through that next level that's where the real real growth happens basically uh, which is essential and uh, which has also been part of my journey as well yeah, you just say fuck it and move forward, right? Like, exactly. Hey, like, it's not in your control. Like, you don't put any more energy into it. You know, it is what it is. It's already happened. Now we just, you know, find the solution to move forward from it and try to do our best to make the lesson not just happen again, right? So, exactly. And get better at the same time, you know, get more disciplined, um, get more tough, um, like all of these things and, and, and like it, it molds you in this, in this, um, yeah, I'd say like for a leader, those are essential skills you have to learn, um, to be a great leader as well. Um, so like putting yourself in these, like 
what you said this this 100 day um uh what what, what was it uh, gym sessions 100, or? 100 days of discipline but yeah oh, it, well, exactly so yeah. like it 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 it's like you 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 um you set some daily goals and you push yourself each day to the limit uh it's it's learning to become disciplined it's learning to be to do things that you don't want to do but you still do it anyways um it's it's a lot of things i think it's it's what life is about essentially it's not even in business it's 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 just preparing yourself for uh tougher times and and becoming the best possible version of yourself basically so how does you know someone new to the space someone new to shredded apes like how does shredded apes help them when it comes down to their their fitness and their mental and their discipline okay so yeah so there is many ways to go about it i think from an outsider perspective the first thing you'll see is uh okay these guys have their own nutrition brand which is pretty cool uh they have this holder discount which is a lifetime holder discount so by holding a shredded apes nft you get like the the prices for the products are basically at a wholesale price, right? And so, like, just buying an NFT right now, if you if you use uh, um, supplements, nutritional supplements on a daily or monthly basis, um, I'd very much suggest you looking into that as well. Um, so, like, we offer them uh, huge discounted um, uh, products, but not only products, we're also like through Shred Labs, we're working on services. We already have Shred Camp. And the next big utility update that we have in store is in regards to Shred Camp and then even making it a bigger utility than just Shred Camp. It's, it's, uh, I, I want to spoil, but I also don't want to spoil. Um, mm. So I'm kind of contemplating here. What should I, what should I do? You know, um, so. Nonetheless, we are working on these not only physical products, but also these uh, digital services, uh, coaching services. We have health professionals on our team. Um, these are all, all certified health professionals, um, guided. Like we have one um, health uh, head fit pro, basically uh, Ben, who is from Australia, uh, and his IRL job is to train. Uh, coaches basically so he he's he's kind of guiding the two other coaches so right now we have a team of three fit pros who are ready and stand by to answer all uh, fitness related questions help you out with personalized scheme uh, personalized um uh, nutrition uh guidance and and lots of stuff like it's it's not only just gym but it's also mental health it's also um like the the group mentality uh in the in the shred dave's community um getting the work done uh holding each other accountable uh the the it's it just all good vibes you know and it's 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 for for all for one reason like becoming the best possible version of yourself right it's not only about gym and fitness it's about more than that in my opinion it's about becoming the best possible version of yourself. Um, and there is like multiple ways we go about it in the Shred Dave's community. If you want to, yeah. if you want to know all the details, I suggest you check it out because it's, 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 it's a lot to bring under words and it's, it's a vibe yeah. you have to catch once you're in the discord, once you hold the Shredded Dave. Uh, 
you have to see it for yourself. But as an outsider, there are some pretty straightforward things you can look at. The easiest, what, what the project is the easiest way yeah. is to go to your website and go follow the different funnels on there to get all the information that you that you need. And I guess to summarize it at the end of the day, hey, you know, I become a shredded ape holder. Well, hey, I could join shredded ape camp, you know, and fo- follow, you know, more of the fitness regime and follow the community and be a part of, you know, a culture that holds each other accountable. And I really like, you know, you talked about you know, just people that want to better themselves. But at the end of the day, it's about unlocking the highest form of human potential possible. And, you exactly. know, that starts with our own bodies and our own our own health. And you guys are doing mm-hmm. your best to provide everything that you need in that regime to be able to be that certain way. And then you're also bringing that to the NFT space where, you know, quite frankly, too many of us just sit on the computer way too long. Too many of us just sit and smoke weed and just vibe on Twitter spaces. And, you know, we forget about the mental health and we spend so much time behind screens that, you know, it's so important to take a step back and, you know, exactly. Remember what, what is it that we put our, in our bodies, right? Like nutrition, like such a big key Mm -hmm. component, you know, you want energy. Well, fuck, you're probably not even being nutrition. uh, You're being, you know, malnutritious or whatever the words are, but yeah, you know, it's just like, come on. So I, I really support way, what you I, do. Yeah, I mean, we help people like not only like with their workout routines, but like you said, it with, with what they eat as well, but also like their mental health. Uh, just being part of this community really pushes you to that ne- next level. And that's what Shredded Apes is all about. And I think it's uh, in, in contrary to what all, a lot of these other or 99% of the other NFT projects are doing, uh, we are kind of doing the opposite, you know, like these other projects are keeping them all in the same uh, uh, web tree vibe where it's all being on the computer. Like you said yourself, they, they might smoke weed or whatever. They j- just like kind of waste their time online, but they neglect a lot of important uh, pillars of life, you know? Um, and that's where we kind of wanted to um, make a change. And and I think we already showed the the people that we are, able to do so and i think going forward from here uh it's only gonna grow bigger um, yeah so yeah well dude, really excited dude, about I, I just randomly thought of an idea but um one of my uh friends he's been bugging me he's like man you should um you know do like one space a week where you know we more so talk about mental health and some of the lessons that you know we've applied to just become more optimal as human beings and start sharing those, yeah. having those conversations on Twitter Spaces uh, into the community. Dude, I'd be down as fuck to, yeah. to do this. Like once, like I'd like I to have collaborate. Some big announcements to make. Yeah, we could definitely do it. And like, like we have the brand partner. We haven't even collaborated with uh, Meta Tattoo Clip yet. So, like, we have we already have the ambassador program. We have the brand partner program, and then like uh, doing these spaces. Um, I haven't been out in spaces that much. I'm like, first of all, I'm not a native English speaker, as you can tell. Um, but also, like, um, I'm heavily involved in pretty much everything that that's yeah. going on in the project. So, um, uh, I, I, but like right now, um, for, like for the coming weeks, uh, I think pretty much everything is set and ready to go. Uh, and I'll be I'll be out there as much as I can. We are planning on, on hosting like two spaces a week, which we already had in the past, which were 
Shred Talk and Way Radio. Um, but I'm down to collaborate with you guys and, and maybe potentially host a spaces uh, if that's something you're up to. Yeah. I'd be down as fuck, you know, like talking about this, all this stuff. It also makes me excited. I know a lot of people are going through like tough times um, and it, it could be a guide for them to kind of push through, you know, like push their boundaries, get through the the shit that's going on, whatever it may be in their life uh, and whether it be by going to the gym or uh, changing their mentality or seeing that you're not alone and that everybody is going through these kind of difficult times in their lives. Um, I really do see a potential here. And uh, yeah, bro, I'd be down as fuck to set up a, a weekly or bi-weekly uh, yeah. basis about or, talking about all of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, even just like, you know, hop it on a, to Way Radio. That that sounds fun. So uh, very cool. Yeah. I guess, uh, you know, to kind of, you know, hammer on some points here. I think at the end of the day, if, you know, you're a fellow project founder or, you know, someone that's, you know, very involved in different communities inside the NFT space. Basically, you guys mm-hmm. also offer, you know, white label products that, you know, allow, you know, your NFT communities, like, for example, Meta Tattoo Club, to have, like, branded products around their brand, right, that they can exactly. then resell um, as a bit of theirs, earn a bit of revenue for themselves. But at the end of the day, you guys are also using this, to generate a bigger audience and also another form of revenue generation for the project and the business as a whole. Exactly. Um, Freaking brilliant idea. Yeah, that's that's a that's a brand partner program basically. So in the, with the brand partner program, you have the option to create like this. Like we did this with D Gods, we did this with Stone Apes, uh, Catalina Wales, um, and many other uh, big name projects out there. We have some. I think, like, the biggest have yet to come, although, like, I'd say, obviously, Digos is one of the biggest, but, like, for us, we have some big collaborations in store, also with um, not even Web3 companies yeah. alone right now. So we have some big collaborations going on uh, that we're cooking on um, in a similar way. And, like, while we, uh, like, obviously, we benefit from it in a marketing perspective, but we also want the other community at the other end to benefit uh, from it as well, right? So if you create a collaboration product, it, it's it's on a ref share model uh, basis. So like whatever uh, profit is made, uh, it's a ref share model. So like profits are shared amongst us. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, uh, we have the ambassador program. So let's say uh, your community, uh, we can get like shred camp going in your community. Um, and then your Project Treasury would earn from it. And then the people, because I think every community has at least a part of them. They, they, they are gym rats. There are, there are people that are into, into health and fitness. And then there is other people that are, totally aren't, but they could definitely benefit from it. Um, so there is multiple ways. Uh, like this mutual benefit thing is always what we uh, mm. prioritized um, when we created those programs. Uh, so how could we leverage uh, as much marketing for our project while also bringing as much uh, benefit to the other projects table, basically? And that's what all this this brand partner program is all about, basically. Yeah, and, and your own mindset that goes along with it, which is powerful. Um, now, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. tell tell the listeners that have been listening in, like, what what's next to come for Shredded Apes? Like, what what is something that 
you know, people need to be excited for, for the future? Um, yeah, so th- this is a difficult one because I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what I can spoil, what I can, can spoil. Uh, one thing I say is like, obviously, uh, we will keep on adding to the, to the utilities. Um, there is like one in the near future, which is basically going to be a beta test. Uh, but we are about to, like, this is around the corner, so I'm going to just say it, fuck it. Uh, so this is going to be a coaching app, basically. Uh, and right now it's a wide-labeled um, software app to beta test some of the features, basically. But we're eventually working towards our own coaching app. Um, Very cool. Uh, and, like, people who own Shadow will have access to it, um, or at least limited access. And then there's also, like, the one-on-one coaching service you can take which will be like on a subscription basis basically not like where on the contrary where shred camp is a eight week group uh camp basically this will be like a one-on-one coaching um uh subscription um and then then some other utilities that we're working on as well uh, we have some cool shit coming for way as well uh, and then obviously one thing i'm i'm even the most excited about myself is that one of the Web2 collaborations that we're working on, which will be like some, uh, we're, we're merging, <laughs> we're trying to merge Web2 with Web3 as much as possible. So we're looking for a way to kind of create this, I, I'd call it like like Liberty Squared, squared call it, calls it uh, digital project for products, which is something we are working on as well with this Web2 company. Um, and it's something that like this, it, like this is a pretty huge company that we're working with. Uh, I can like uh, disclose the details, but um, just know there's comes, bigger and bigger things coming. Let's freaking bigger and bigger oh. things coming, and let's freaking go. You know, I, I have a couple of connections that I'll have to connect with, uh, connect you with uh, after the podcast. You know, both on the. Mm. Co- both on the coaching standpoint, but also a, a fitness company as well. That's, you know, currently in web two, but they're very open to web three and want to um, get in the space a bit more. Um, so I think there's, oh, yeah. some, there's, there's some formation of collaboration on that front too. And I'll definitely, uh, we'll have to connect some bridges for you um, that I'm more than happy to, to connect you with. It. So, um, but yo, I, I, I heard you say something about proof of gym. Is that something that we can elaborate more on? Proof of gym. I mean, uh, proof of gym is a is is something I don't know. Like you've probably seen a few posts on on the timeline recently of people. Like it's not a. It started out all as a meme, basically. So I I started saying like uh, I'm gonna be dropping bags of weight to everyone who starts posting proof of gym, and all of a sudden this whole wave game uh, where people started posting gym pics like proof of gym tagging shredded apes tagging me uh, tagging each other um, I, I was reached out by many people about this proof of gym concept and that's where a ball like a, a light bulb started and light lightened and um, like we're kind of looking at the possibilities here but like I said like this is something that started out as a nothing as serious but then it became like we saw the potential of this this movement basically in yeah. web3 uh, where people just share their workouts like them 
uh, them being in the gym, basically, uh, sharing it on the timeline. Um, and it just builds confidence for these people. It encourages them to go, like, yeah. to do the things they, they, they have to do. To, to, to It creates to a culture, man. themselves to the gym. It creates a culture. There is a lot of marketing potential there as well. Uh, so we're kind of exploring the ideas there. Um, but, I mean, man, like, in this health and fitness niche, there is so many ideas that we're right now exploring that we that I'm not even talking about with you right now. Yeah. Which are all dude, still dude. very hypothetical, but, like, it's 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 huge, you know? It's just like Meta Tattoo Club. Like, you know, we're in our own niche, you know, tapping in with mm-hmm. tattoos and Web3. Right now, you're also in the, in your own niche, your own playing field of health and fitness with, you know, NFTs. And... You know, we're both actually, but like, you know, let's talk about you guys is you are literally, you know, tapping into a multi-billion dollar industry and you guys Mm -hmm. also have a potential to become a multi, you know, first let's start by becoming a multi-million dollar brand and then go into becoming a a billion dollar brand, right? Like you can definitely have the potential to do that. And that's what we're sitting on right here. Exactly. And that's the the whole goal. Like, you know, all these setbacks that we had, um, it didn't like, if you have that in your mind, uh, you just keep going, you know, there is much more to build. There is much more to come uh, for Shredded Apes. Um, we aren't even nearly done yet. This is just the beginning of something much, much bigger, in my opinion. Uh, as Web3 grows, as Web3 matures, uh, yeah. I think uh, Shredded Apes will grow with it for sure. Um, and and like like I said about the Web2 company, this is already like a nine-figure company um, that we're collaborating with uh, right. or will be collaborating with. And uh, I mean, these guys are also like heads down bullish on what we are building and they like... Ah, I, there's so many <laughs> stuff I want to spoil, and I have to what like I have to watch out on what I hey, what I spoil well, and what not. You know, Ben Gucci. But, what we can do, man, is um, you know, don't don't spoil the beans, right? Let let's leave the uh, you know we don't want to get anyone in trouble or or anything in trouble. But at the end of the day, we can have you back on the podcast another day, and we can go deeper on you know just some specifics and you know talk about exactly. this, this new big thing that's right around the corner. Um, exactly. I do want to hammer one thing is like, look, at the end of the day, you know, we're all like investors, we're here to make money. Um, and what I see, you know, from this episode and from, you know, just getting to know you a little bit more, um, the opportunity Mm -hmm. standing right now to potentially invest into shredded apes, you know, at the end of the day, do your own research. But, you know, if you want to, you know, invest into first, you know, the founders and the people that, you know, are behind the the brand itself that are hustling and putting in the work. You know, they've, they've proven themselves. They've been here for over a year. Um, they're clearly not going anywhere. They're passionate and they're willing to go the extra mile, right? Next, it's like, look, you, do, do you want to get involved in, you know, within the NFT space, you know, you have all these projects to, to plant and invest, to diversify your portfolio in, right? But do you want to invest a little bit into this more so of a niche, right? Which is the health and fitness. There's like maybe one other project that also is in the health and fitness realm. Other than that, you guys are like the, the ones and you know, the other project, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say any names. I don't even think they're, you know, they're, they're barely around. You don't even hear about them right now. Now I only hear about the ETH project. Yeah. Yeah, It's on ETH. Like, you know, 
at the end of the day, talks with them like I, I I'm talking with them about like a, yeah a, to collaborate more I'm, this and that. But to I, collaborate like I'm like maybe get them under the SAGC wings a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but like this is all very hypothetical still. Yeah, but either way, um, either way, you're almost being the capitalist within the health and fitness niche, and you're the first to market. You know, first to like proven market, right? There's been a lot of like startups in the same realm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, there's been like the fitness to earn, the, the workout earn, the, the walk and earn, yes. right? All these concepts, mm-hmm. but they've seemed to like never been able to be sustainable. Um, whatever you guys yeah. are working on, you guys actually have places to generate revenue outside of the NFT project itself, right? You're not, you're not exactly. waiting on royalties. You're not waiting for, more people to buy into the no. project. You are already expanding in terms of brand awareness, mm-hmm. in terms of ways to create revenue. And, you know, you're in a collaborative mind state of being like, okay, well, if I can help other projects and other people in here, overall, it will help us at, at the end of the day too. Exactly. So, I mean, I think for us, the, the the coming months and the whole year basically is all going to be about expansion, basically. That's why we also created all of these uh, brand partner models, for example, not only adding onto the the products that we already have, not only adding onto the utilities we already have, uh, which which will also definitely help with the growth of the brand. But we also created yeah. like this MLM marketing uh, structure, which is a multi-level marketing structure, uh, which we will be deploying pretty soon, where um, like other businesses can get involved with us uh, in a more easier way. So where our products become available to them, like local shops, uh, but we're even thinking even bigger than that. Fucking right. Um, I, I, and, I, I love uh, that you're also bringing that proof of uh, marketing in, into the whole spectrum. So guys, like at the end of the day, I just got super bullish um, just because like, you know, <laughs> in the speculativeness of like, where will, the NFT market, if you're a believer in NFTs and, and Web3, where, where they'll be in a couple of years from now. But then also now the speculative uh, picture of, you know, shredded apes being here for, you know, the next two, five years, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the entry point with Solana at this low of a price. And right now it's like a, I don't know, I'm classifying it as a no-brainer. And, you know, I'm willing to put, mm-hmm. I'm willing to, you know, personally vouch and be like, you know what? Let's let, you know, anyone that's investing, right? Look at it for the long term. Plant a seed here for the next two, five years. You'll be rewarded. Plus, you're making this way token that, you know, is their whole goal is to make that as valuable as possible. So, exactly. fucking right. So, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fucking in. <laughs> and we're all about like growing this community and not only the community, you know, like the community is the whole thing that, that, that this is like the beating heart. Uh, of the brands, the, the community side of things, which is something all of these huge Web2 brands don't have, but they desperately want, which is also one of the reasons why this big Web2 uh, company wants to collaborate with us, basically, because we have something they don't have, and it's not, easy, it's something, not something you easily create, you know? Um, so, like, there is so many things, things that we are working on right now um, that will eventually or inevitably grow the brand, but also grow this community into a more curated and more um, um, like diamond-handed community. Like the community has already shown how diamond-handed they are, how strong they are. Uh, even like when bad times come, <laughs> we breach all-time highs. Fuck it, you know. Um, it's it's amazing to see how 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 they respond, how how 
how diamond-handed they are, uh, how how enthusiastic they are about the project. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, uh, like over the past year, we built a decent base to start like really expanding from here on, which is our main goal. Like while we will be like over the coming weeks, you'll see that we will be deploying a few more utilities. Uh, and coming along with that is the whole marketing structure, which is something me and Chubby, which, which is my co-founder, really have been working on for, I'd say, even more than two months. Like we've been grinding in the back and there wasn't a lot going on on the surface. You know, like people thought like uh, we were a bit silent on our end, but in the meantime, we were really looking at how can we grow this as big as possible? Yeah. What, what are the the best models to do this? The best scaling models? Uh, and, and, and like we are right now all set with those models and ready to, to, to get this engine going basically and start pushing this, this, this brand and community, uh, to the next level. So that's the, yeah. the, the, the thing we are going to focus on. Uh, once we get all this way shit sorted, which yeah. will uh, get which sorted and then the rebirth and all of those things, the next thing is, uh, is going to be scaling all of those things down, uh, yeah. up. Sorry, and um, no, I'm really excited I, I, I about think, all of that. You know, like I think you guys hammered your marketing model um, really well. Like, meaning, like you've structured it really good, and you know the, you know, let me elaborate it was on a let, to let, solve. You know, let, let me let me elaborate on it. Is you know, at the end of the day, all you're doing is you're empowering the community to market with you. That's it. Exactly. You know, you can do are, you can do a lot with your team, you know. You can do a lot with a team as individuals, but you can do a lot more as an army, as a full unit. Exactly. And that's exactly. what you're aiming for, and then it's a win-win mm-hmm. because your community gets rewarded. Meanwhile, the expansion happens. Uh, and then the exactly. other form of your marketing is all through collaborations. Hey, we help your existing business, business to business etc model and that also just creates more brand awareness but at the end of the day the biggest thing that you're that you're here stepping into is empowering the community to work alongside with you and that is exactly a golden ticket and if anyone in the nft space if you guys can do that inside of your project like that's also another golden ticket like that that's how you're going to lead to victory i say it many times you know to create a great nft project it's simply building a community and then finding ways to reward that community. And if you can do that really, exactly. really well, man, it's a wrap. You're you're going right to the top. So um, I'm excited. So I'm so- confident we will, man. Like it's it's all about going to this next level. And like we already know how we're gonna do it. It's just a matter of executing right now. And I mean, um, what with what we have seen over the past two weeks with all that happened, I'm I'm more than confident that we will achieve the next level with Shredded Apes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm just really like, I'm blue ball. I, I'm blue balled myself right now because like with all these, uh, <laughs> the stuff that happened, like we had to hold off on our regular schedule a little bit, but I'm really excited to get all of yeah. this going and to really scale this, uh, to the next level. It's all good. Not only we're, on the community side of things, but also on the brand side of things. Yeah. And, uh, it's, yeah. it's all good. We're, we're all human at the end of the day. Shit happens but we just move forward. So Panguchi, man, b- yeah. before we wrap up the episode, is there anything else that maybe we did not tap into or 
anything else that you want to add before uh, ending the call? Um, no, I think we touched on all points uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, like, obviously, um, we didn't talk a lot about the art upgrades, uh, which is something that we have coming in the near future. Mm. Um, so, as I said, uh, the project was made in like 40 to 50 days, basically. Uh, and the art was also kind of rushed in, in that way, uh, where like we were looking at layers like in a more... Like, if you look at the collection right now, and this is also feedback that we had from a lot of people in the past, like, they didn't dig the art that much. Um, and that's why they, they didn't want to wanna buy any apes. So that's that was our, with the Rebirth, basically, that's our main aim to kind of uh, give our whole uh, brand identity uh, a new feel to it, you know, uh, making it appeal to a broader audience. So, guys, as you heard... There is an art upgrade coming. There's a lot of big partnerships, collaborations, brand deals that are coming. There are some reamps in terms of, you know, marketing structures that are coming. And there's some more business models that are being added to the polyrhythra, polyrhythra whatever the word is, <laughs> a business models that are already <laughs> you know, formulate it that are generating revenue for the shredded apes. So guys, exactly. I don't know. This episode was a lot of fun. It was a great conversation. I'm looking forward to, you know, going back through the replay. Then the day, do your own research, take your own actions, but don't sleep on it. Shredded apes. We'll see what happens. I'm going to go to magic Eden and go check out the price points Going to go look at the market, see what I can scoop. And uh, at the end of the day, guys, everything that you're going to need for information will be found in the show notes below. Thank you, Shredded Apes. Thank you, Pengucci, for being on this episode, spending the time. And until next time, guys, stay legendary. Take care. Hey, guys, you made it. This is the end of the episode. And before you, you know, tune away and, you know, go do your thing, I wanted to let you know a couple things of... You know what club nft is here to really do right because if you're you know struggling and you know not really getting the results that you're wanting in the nft space as an investor or someone that you know being involved or maybe just getting started you need to figure out where to even get started well guess what we got you at club nft you know club nft as a whole we help you know beginners in the space you know become more profitable right we educate them you know and education trumps literally everything and then going to give you that winning edge on most people, right? Because most people fail in this space. We want you to become a winner as we understand, you know, NFTs are the number one moneymaker here today in 2022 in the online space, right? And you want to be a part of it. So if you want to figure out a little bit more about all these details, you can find that at clubnft.art. You'll find all the details there as well as you'll see some of our previous episodes. And as always, guys, I want to encourage you to share this with people, right? Let's get this out there, this podcast to more people as we want to empower more founders, more entrepreneurs to get involved in this space, right? So go do that right now. Share it to your story. Share it on Twitter. Uh, post about it as well don't forget to rate this episode five stars right you can do that on spotify on apple Podcasts, and for the people that are still listening right now i want to reward you i want to give you a gift 
And my gift to you is very simple. Once a month, I'm going to be doing a lucky draw. So people that go out and share this, people that go and give this five stars, I'm going to be you know, going through the, the people that rated this show. I'm going to pick one random winner every single month until I decide to cancel this. Um, every single month, I'm going to give away a personal NFT from my collection, right? And I'm going to gift that to them. Maybe it'll be your first NFT. Maybe it'll be your 100th one. But I want to give that to you guys as being a loyal listener, supporting me from the early stages. I want to gift that to you. Um, So that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you, and I hope you've received tremendous amounts of value. Go check out the next episodes as we continue to find founders in this space and interview them and hear their perspectives of what web3 is all about as always lastly feel free to follow me on all social platforms it's one handle it is at i trevor johnston at yeah that's it at i trevor johnston find me on all platforms that's letter i in front and johnston j-o-h-n-s-t-o-n so very simple guys if you have any questions need me anything like that or want to be featured on this podcast simply just dm me and i got you And uh, yeah, that's it, guys. So thank you. And remember, stay legendary.